The Rays Radio Network proudly presents This Week in Rays Baseball. Here's your host, Neil Solons. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to our latest podcast. This one will be fairly straightforward. On Tuesday, the Rays introduced Zach Eflin. Uh, They, of course, signed him to a three-year deal worth $40 million. And on this podcast, you'll hear from Zach about the decision to come to Tampa Bay and really for him come home and why he decided to go about that. And we'll chat with the president of baseball operations for the Rays, Eric Neander, about the decision to sign Zach and uh, maybe what's ahead. And the, uh, also the roster decision the Rays had to make. They did designate for assignment J.P. Fireisen, who, if you missed it, was to be out for the majority of the 2023 season as he comes back from shoulder surgery that he had last week. But we start with Zach Eflin. And first of all, congratulated, Zach, as we sat down one-on-one on Tuesday morning. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Tell me what it means to you to have this day and why you ended up picking Tampa Bay. Yeah, um, it, it means the world to us. I, I grew up a, a diehard race fan as a kid and have followed them ever since. Um, you know, living two hours away from here in Orlando, born and raised, it was you know, kind of an easy decision when the race pursued me so hard this offseason. And, um, you know, you, you get to meet the staff, you get to meet the front office and some of the players, and you're kind of like, this is a no-brainer. Um, it's just my kind of people. And um, just just really excited and blessed to be here. You mentioned, you know, coming here as a kid. What are your memories? And, and what are games or moments that stick out with your family or in this ballpark? Yeah, I, I mean, a lot of them, um, I think. Thank you. I think one of the biggest memories was uh, Josh Beckett was throwing, I think, a no-hitter into the ninth inning here and gave up a base hit um, in the last inning against the Rays when he was with the Red Sox. That was one of the biggest memories. Um, but you can talk about, like, you know, Longoria's homer um, that got him into the playoffs or the Dan Johnson homer, that that huge comeback that they had that year when, when Boston lost and they and the race scored like seven in one inning. Um, there's a lot of memories kind of looking back as a kid, but um, it's just going to be really, really special to put the jersey on. And you were close to coming here. You thought you were going to be drafted by this group. I thought I was. I thought I was. It didn't work out, um, but here we are and, you know, comes full circle. Indeed it does. And in you had mentioned being closer to home. Touch on your family and what they have meant to you and what it means to be able to play where they now can come see you play and pitch on a regular basis. Yeah, um, I, I think that was a huge driving force for us, too, is both of our families being so close. Um, and, you know, I have a special needs sister, and she's not able to travel too much, um, her and my dad. So it's it's nice that instead of, you know, taking a three-, four-hour flight, they can kind of just drive two hours over on I-4 and, and watch me whenever and, you know, off days they can come over and hang out with us, and it's just going to be um, really cool to have my sister around more often because she is just the motivation for everyone. So um, I'm sure a lot of people are going to get to know her really well around here. And your sister Candace is what two years older yes. than you, and you've been really involved because she's um, autistic on in helping out challenger leagues and all things of that nature. Correct? Yep, absolutely. We have this uh, baseball league back home that she's pretty much the superstar in. Um, some say that she has the best arm in the family, so um, it, she's going to love being over here. She she grew up a, a diehard Rays fan, too, so she's just through the moon about it. How important is it not only f- to to bring a light to that, because I'm sure there are a lot of families who are going to be touched by what you're doing, and you have the chance really to have an impact locally now, too. Yeah, it's, it's very important. Um, there were a lot of organizations that I worked with up in Philly that – um, was just an amazing relationship that I was able to, to, to make and hold on to still to this day. So to be able to touch the community around here is, is going to be very important to me as well. Um, 
you know, we, we had a lot of fun doing everything up in Philly, but we need to continue that, that passion and stuff down here. So um, we're looking forward to what we kind of get started around the community, but um, just very, very thankful. And you are a family man more than to your sister and to your dad, but also to your wife. And I know you have a kid and two more on the way, yes? Yep. Yeah, we have a uh, 14-month-old daughter right now, and we have twin girls on the way. So it's going to be a little hectic, but, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be amazing. How has that changed you, um, and what has it meant to you to be a family man now in that regard? Um, well, I've always kind of been a family man, but more so just um, being a dad, maturing into a dad, and just understanding how different life was before being a father. You know, there's not really... Um, else that there's really nothing that bothers me you know other than like the health and safety of my wife and and daughter Um, and I think that helps me a lot out on the mound because there's so many pressure situations that you find yourself in and when you define pressure as as you know a woman giving birth to twins or or a father raising a special needs daughter I think that's more pressure than than anything pitching in front of you know 45,000 people in in the world series so that's kind of how I live my life and and um you know, just, just being able to have that outlook and have a lot of motivating factors around around me and using my family for inspiration. And, you know, there's just a different perspective on life. Some people say that it does also make it easier when you leave the field to kind of drop whatever's going on there and move on. Has it helped you in that regard too? Absolutely. I've always been pretty decent about that, but more so when you're able to come home and look your daughter in the eyes and say goodnight to her and not worry if you gave up five or six runs that day. Um, or waking up with your daughter in the morning. Um, it's just very, very, very special. On the baseball field, you had great experience. You got to pitch in the postseason. You got to go to the World Series. How much did that help you grow as a, a pitcher and grow into hopefully this opportunity with the Rays? It helped me grow a lot. Um, it was a very interesting situation for me coming back from an injury, not having time to, to build up as a starter and just kind of being thrown into the fire as a reliever. Um, I had to adapt on the spot and um, – you know, really wasn't wasn't necessarily prepared for for what I was doing, but I was going to be as competitive as I can and and go out there and, and pitch as good as I can. And you know, it was an awesome opportunity, and I was so thankful that I was able to kind of um, just grab it and adapt really quickly, and um, you know, kind of limited my arsenal a little bit to to be able to be effective out of the bullpen. And it was it was a it was fun. Like you kind of just figure out how to go out and get outs. You know, when you, when you've been injured and you find something to heal you, and then all of a sudden you're back. So um, it was a it was a very very interesting ride and a lot of fun. You mentioned injuries. You've had some knee injuries over the years, but the Rays have such a great reputation for helping pitchers stay healthy. How much of that factored into your decision? It was massive. Um, it's very important. I mean, my number one goal is is health every single year. So to be able to come to a to a team like this, um, who have had pitchers with knee injuries before, and that speak very highly of this uh, athletic staff, it was it was another kind of like checkbox of the easy decision section. You know, um, I'm very excited to work with those guys and, and figure out a way to keep me healthy for 33 starts and to post as many innings as I can. Who did you know from this group, and and or who had played for the Rays that had an impact? when you heard good things? Yeah, Jeremy Hellickson, Matt Moore, uh, Charlie Morton. Um, I could keep going on. Uh, Roman Quinn, uh, Brett Phillips, Christian Arroyo, a um, bunch of guys. They all have great things to say. 
And obviously being a local guy, a lot of guys you could find local connections with, including the staff here. Kyle Snyder, I know, is very proactive. What were the conversations like with him and the rest of the coaching staff and how much did that impact you? Yeah, it was it was huge. Kyle made the trip over with the front office as well as uh, Kevin Cash over to the house early in the offseason and talked about a lot about their philosophy and, and what they liked about me and what they think they could do. Um, other than that, we haven't had too many conversations. We've kept it very minimal until kind of all of this stuff is officially announced and everything. Because um, we met kind of like right before the winter meetings and then nothing really happened until today. So um, I'm sure I'm going to hear from them at some point and, you know, start start to get the ball rolling a little bit. Have you heard from any of your future teammates, the Tyler Glasnow's, the Shane McClanahan's of the world? I've heard from uh, from Glasnow. Uh, Shane, Shane reached out to me. I actually saw Tyler down in the clubhouse today. Um, but that's that's really it so far. Tell me, you worked with some really good pitchers. I mean, you're on a staff with Zach Wheeler and, and Aaron Nola. Mm-hmm. What did you learn from them, and how do you hope that this Glasnow, McClanahan, etc., will help push you to continue to improve and grow? Yeah, they remind me a lot of of Nola and Wheeler. Um, you know, just two workhorses that love going out every fifth day and and being the best competitor they can. Um, I've learned so much from from Nola and Wheeler, just from their competitive side, from their human side from their their mental side pretty much everything like we all kind of coexist as a starting pitcher we're bouncing ideas off each other and, and always learning from each other and we're always trying to top the guy but behind us so I think that's something that, that could be really beneficial for this team and just getting the chance to work with with glass and, and Shane is going to be awesome and drew um, so it's it's going to be a lot of fun I really look forward to getting getting going I'm guessing there's an appreciation, especially in an organization like this, where run prevention is really where they've been built on the last several years. Absolutely. It's definitely something that excites me. Um, you know, Tampa's defense is amazing, and clearly when people come here and pitch, and, and the way that they transform themselves, the way that they come in, the way that they leave is just night and day different. So I'm really excited to get, to get the ball going and learn as much as I can. You seem very relaxed and comfortable right now with this whole decision. What was the process like, and was it at all nerve-wracking at any point? Maybe a couple spots here and there, but I'm not one to stress too often. Um, like I told you earlier, my pressure is in different situations, other scenarios. Um, I kind of just live the life that's in front of me, and I was just super thankful and blessed to get this opportunity with a bunch of good guys and and um, just so excited to, to get to work. But I kind of like keeping it just pretty even keel all the time. <laughs> Beyond your family, how many ticket requests have you gotten already? <laughs> Goodness gracious. Well, thankfully, I've had a lot of we're just going to buy season tickets. So um, but probably north of 2025. So it'll, it'll keep going probably. That's a good thing. That yeah. means that things are going really well. And we're looking forward to seeing you perform well on and off the field. And it's great to meet you. Congratulations on your deal with the race. Thank you so much. Very nice meeting you, too. We certainly appreciate Zach Eflin for joining us and welcome him to the race and joining us, one of the people who helped get him signed. And that's President of Baseball Operations, Eric Neander. Eric, congratulations. Thank you. We're, uh, we're really happy to have Zach and wife Lauren family join our family. Um, it's, a, it's a good day. And Look forward to all that's ahead. It's not often that you win a bidding war in free agency, let alone against a large market team, yet you were able to, at least by all reports, be able to match a big market club in division. Why was Zach the kind of guy you would do that with? I think it starts by having a, an appreciation for his abilities at present and um, pairing that with some things that we see within those abilities that in working with Kyle and our staff um, are 
ripe, for lack of a better term, to take a meaningful step forward. Um, we think he's someone that, you know, we don't consider him a back of the rotation starter. We consider him a mid to, to front, you know, and our, our commitment relative to typically how we commit, um, I think, lines up with that. So um, not something that I think when you look at our roster in the area where you thought we would be most likely to prioritize, but the opportunity was there um, and our assessment of Zach was such that felt this was the best way to improve our club and more than anything else, that's what we're after. And while you say most people wouldn't look at it on the surface, Tyler Glasnow did make two starts last year. Shane McClanahan did have a shoulder impingement at the end of the season. Drew Rasmussen had two Tommy Johns. Jeffrey Springs was a reliever. Yanni Chirinos coming off surgery. So it's not like you can count on all those guys for 30-plus starts. So there is there was a need. Yeah, I, and I think with that, and um, you need talent, and you need talented depth. You know, you need you need both those things, and I think we, we have that. And if you look at, presumably, I think the five that, based on merit alone, would, would occupy those spots to start, um, you know, going back to last year, you know, Springer just working through him, you know, the results, he, the bottom line results he put up, you know, that's that's mid front of the rotation performance. Rass right there and it continue, has continued to get better at each opportunity, at each start. Glass, we saw him come back in the postseason and that was an ace level, you know, showing ace level ability and composure. Um, Shane, you know, started the all-star game and was that as well. So those four plus, you know, our assessment of Zach as we've seen someone that has you know, perhaps not the most obvious ways continue to get better um, as a true artist um, and has exceptional command uh, and feel for his craft. And, um, you know, I, like I said, these are these are all guys that are have recently pitched to front of the rotation levels or have that potential to do it next year. Part of this, too, is keeping him healthy. Yep. How much confidence did you have based on previous guys? Corey Kluber, Charlie Morton, Rich Hill, Michael Walker, that you can keep Zach on the field, especially based on the fact that most of his injuries have not been arm injuries. They've been leg injuries. Yeah, I mean, look, keeping players healthy and pitchers healthy, um, we've had our fair share of injuries, but I think one thing where we've we've had some success is identifying the health risks of free agent pitchers. And, and learning them from a distance and then upon signing them really getting to know them and crafting programs based on what they've learned and um, our staff and medical expertise that 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 pairing has led to to keeping a lot of players that came in with health questions healthy um, and based on our current understanding of Zach all the work that we've put in over many years now um, believe that that he's well positioned when we say the best is yet to come I think that's both ability and it's it's workload where do you think Kyle Snyder and the pitching staff figure into getting the best out of him? And what can be tweaked to take big steps forward? Well, I think it starts with, you know, there's certain parts of a person that I think are more innate. The, the work ethic, the drive, the competitiveness, um, those are all things that, that Zach has. And you appreciate them. When it comes to his abilities, you know, I noted the, um, you know, the, the command. The, the feel for the baseball and the command in particular, the ability to execute what he wants to do. Um, we think it's as good as anybody in baseball right now. And um, when you start there with the deep menu of pitches that he can command to all different parts of the zone, um, pairing that with Kyle to figure out which one of those at a given moment are most uh, primed to step forward and be a difference-making 
pitch, you know, location combination. We've had a lot of success with that. So, you know, just taking someone that's an exceptional pitcher with exceptional command, expecting better health, um, we feel that in and of itself um, is going to put him in a position that, you know, that fits within the type of assessment that we tend to get the most out of. You considered drafting him years ago. He came to this ballpark as a kid. There seems to be a want to be here, too. How much of that also figures into this? Well, it matters. Um, we, you know, I think our our success and however exactly you would like to define that um, and what labels you'd like to put on it, I think it certainly comes from the on-field execution and the abilities of our player. But the season's a grind. You know, you're around one another every single day. And you got to like one another. you got to respect one another um, and appreciate one another. And Zach's somebody that you know, is, is first class all the way, his professionalism, um, what matters to him are things that, you know, we often talk about with the more veteran players of being important examples to our group when you bring them in. And the same is true of someone like Zach that's 29 but still a free agent, still coming into our group, that that culture and maintaining an environment where people want to come and be a part of it and be around one another is critical to the success we ultimately achieve on the field. You mentioned going into the offseason you wanted to add offense. This does not preclude that, correct? No, I think that was the most identifiable need that, that we had. Um, our run prevention last year stacked up just fine. Our run scoring wasn't where it needed to be um, to be a World Series contender, you know. And uh, when, but. You know, while that is identifiable and obvious, I think, to many, and I understand that and recognize that, there's a greater goal, which is outscoring our opponent by one to get a win, you know, as to winning games. And this is something that doesn't help our run scoring, so to speak, but we do believe very strongly it will help our run prevention, which gives more space to win games on that side. Um, and then when it comes to addressing the offense and what's ahead, there's still plenty of time. That's not a promise that we will accomplish anything. We made a decision that this move will help us win more games than anything else we could have done, uh, and we believe very much in that. Uh, but we're still going to use the time that's available um, as we go forward to see if there's things we can do to improve our position player group and get better. How hard is that in the market right now? I mean, you're looking at, you guys don't have the same resources as some of the other clubs out there. Yeah, I mean, look, it, we just need to make the best decisions for ourselves. We need to appreciate players that are fits for us um, and let the rest be what it is. So it's nothing that it's, every, every situation has its challenges. Um, every situation has its benefits. And it's our job just to make the most of our situation, to be as competitive as we can be, and to find a way to win a World Series. You did have to make room on the roster. And JP Fireisen has meant a fair amount since you traded for him. What made the decision and how much of his, his surgery last week played into the fact that you did DFA him? Yeah, I mean, JP is first and foremost yeah, a great person, a great guy. The, you know, the health with his shoulder has been an unfortunate development. It's been a long time since he's allowed to run. Um, so it's safe to say that the, the surgery and the health was a factor and already being in a position where we have a couple of injured rehabbing relievers on our roster, just things got tight. And we got into a spot where um, we had to make a difficult decision. And that's that's part of it, um, but certainly going to do everything we can here to, to land JP in a really good spot to rehab and to be the pitcher that that, um, that he was before the surgery. But the timeline um, and the way our 40 man's currently built made it difficult for us to carry that out here, unfortunately. So I'm guessing eventually he would be 
more than likely traded? Yeah, uh, that's something that fully expect to, to happen here. Do you have enough right-handed relief depth now um, as you start to look forward with this group? Yeah, I, I think we're, you know, with Jason Adam, Fairbanks, Armstrong, um, you know, Ryan Thompson, Kelly, whom we just took in the Rule 5, um, certainly Colby White coming back, everything going well there with the rehab um, and kind of forgotten where he was before the injury. Um, you know, and then you look at just some of the starting depth and where that could go, the Yanni Chirinos, Luis Patino, um, you know, Evan Reifert, who we saw out in the, the fall league and was as dominant as anyone. Um, I think we have we have strength there and we have numbers there. And, um, you know, again, lots of offseason ahead. There's ways to improve it. We always will. Um, Jason Adam was a spring training sign <laughs> last year, and that one turned out okay. Doesn't mean they all will, but um, we like what we have. We still have three lefties that can get out righties as well. Um, so we're, we're confident in the group we have, but again, in anything, we're always looking to get better. That's our job. And I'm, I'm guessing, hey, you've got still two more months. There's still a lot of off-season left. It's probably a message that fans need to hear too. Yeah, I, I don't want to. I want to be careful with promises, you know, and expectations, and managing that. I, I think that doesn't. But you can be confident. There's a lot of work going on. Um, there's a lot of understanding, you know, the, the talent and what can best help our group moving forward whether that leads to splashy moves or not. Um, you know, it's not, hasn't historically been our MO to win off season, so to speak. We just need to do what we can to, to win games during the regular season and beyond. But um, we're going to stay at it. We've, our public comments about scoring more runs and those desires are real. <laughs> they were <laughs> authentic. And if there's ways we can do that that fit within our group, um, we're going to continue to pursue them, and as well as anything else like Zach that we think just bottom line makes us better. Well, good luck on that end. Congratulations on signing Zach Eflin, and we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks, Neil. Appreciate it. Happy holidays to everyone. Certainly appreciate the time of Rays president of baseball operations, Eric Neander, and also that of Zach Eflin. You can continue to see what's going on with the Rays on our blog, raysradio.mlblogs.com, and we will have additional podcasts throughout the course of the offseason as news develops. Thanks so much for being with us. I hope you're enjoying your holiday season, and we will chat with you soon.